plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. So what is what is this acronym again? Setting every community? Setting every community up for retirement enhancement. The SECURE what? Act. The SECURE Act of 2019. Okay, what does that mean? And we talked about this a little bit a couple of months ago. Yeah, but yeah we had to I remember. Oh, well, sorry. It, it's made <laughs> change. No, Pat, I, what I don't listen mean? to Pat. I listen to you. I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what it's done is changed the retirement planning strategies for taking required minimum distributions. There's a, there's a lot of things involved in this. So what I want to do is kind of hit just certain sections today Generalized, not detailed. Yeah, because it's like 17 pages. Oh, there, oh, yeah. More okay, yeah, okay, fine. Okay. So the first big thing that people need to be aware of is- This the, is law now. As of 20, yeah, it is law. Okay. Okay. Right, okay. We talked about it three or four months ago, right. said, you know, it passed the House, president said he was going to push it through unanimously, uh, and it sat in the Senate from June or July, and it took, we thought it was going to get passed They've in been July. Busy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's funny. I wish they'd given us more time because they dropped this in our lap in December. My first client I met with was already affected by this. Really? Already. First, wow. first, first year, in, it was like the 3rd of January. So are you scrambling now trying to get on uh, top of all this? Getting on top of the details of yeah. other parts of it, yes. Okay. Well, you have people that can scramble to get that done. We, we do. Okay. We do. Okay. So first of all, required minimum distribution, which is a big deal when you're doing retirement planning. Right. That's, you know, all this 70 money, and a half, right? 70 and a half yep. as of 2019, 2020, no longer. It is now age 72. 72. But there's some param- there's parameters that you need to understand because okay. with everything, someone says, well, I just turned 71. Does that mean I, ha- I can stop taking required minimum distribution? No. Mm. Okay. The law is only in effect and applies to IRA account owners who will attain age 70 and a half after January 1st of 2020. So that means you have to be born, anybody born after July 1st, 1949, you fall into the new RMD. 72. Yep. Okay. So that means at age 72, you now have to take your required minimum distribution. And hopefully you were at a place where you didn't have to take them prior to this correct it was a good thing a good place it just allows your money to to grow longer there you go uh it it doesn't force you to take money out of a retirement account that may create taxable events and may give you a couple of more years of tax strategy planning okay okay so So, for years we've talked about you have to take mandatory distribution at 70 and a half mm -hmm. that's gone it's gone now it's 72 72 but there's a key point that i want to make sure everybody understands out there because this just doesn't come across and say, oh, yeah, it's just a simple cutoff. Because Of course not. No. If you turn 70 and a half in 2019, mm-hmm. you have not, and you haven't taken your RMD. Right. Because you actually had up to April 1st of 2020 to take it. Right. You have to take that. Oh. 
You it, it, so you, you have fall, to finish kind of finish the uh, finish off the tw- the seventy and a half. Yeah, you yeah. you fall into the seventy and Got a half two thousand and nineteen required minimum distribution. Okay, but one one of the provisions in that law was to say if you turn seventy and a half in the second part of the year, mm-hmm. you had until next year to take it, April of next year. Oh, okay. But with that provision, uh-huh. what people didn't understand was that you also had to take your rmd you mm-hmm. would take two of them for that year so you would take 2019 in 2020 by the first if you turn 70 and a half mm-hmm. then you have to take your second rmd for 2020 so now you're taking two and we always net tried to educate our clients on look at mm-hmm. you know they didn't want to take it and i'm like well wait a minute i understand you don't want to take it now and you have the ability to put it off to taking it next year, but mm-hmm. you'll have to take two next year. Right. So that creates a taxable event. I was going to say, we have tax yeah. ramifications We do. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's always the conversation that that we're trying to have with clients and educate them on this whole process. So mm. that's all changed, okay? And so you want to make sure you're on target and restructuring your retirement plans, taking these changes of the laws into account. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Okay? And that brings in a whole different slew of parameters. If you were using see-through trust or conduit trust, and I will tell you, if you did that kind of planning where you set up your IRAs to go to your through a trust to pay out, right. you're going to have to do some homework with that with your attorneys because all that's changing. Okay? Okay. Uh, secure aims to increase retirement savings under a number of ways. Here's the other, some of the other things. Employers can increase automatic 401k contributions up to 15% of employee pays. So they can ha- increase what they're matching. Oh, what they're matching. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Part-time workers with at least 500 hours, part-time now, yep. employment mm-hmm. in each of three consecutive years now has to be allowed to participate in 401k plans. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, they're opening the doors. Because I know a lot of people say, well, you know, the Wall Street's going good, but there are people left on the sidewalk. They're not involved. This will now get them involved. Correct. It's part-time part-time employees who've been working for a series of- Is is that a logistical uh, paperwork nightmare for employers? Not really. No, it's just a matter of signing up and usually- the you know hr will handle it or the 401k provider will come in and handle good it good point okay okay yep, yep. so it depends on you know size of the firm uh for taxable year 2020 and beyond the laws remove the age limit at which an individual can contribute to a traditional ira that's big but i didn't know there was one yeah you could not continue to contribute to an ira after 70 and a half once you oh, raise, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. You can still contribute. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's no age limit at which an individual can contribute to a traditional IRA. And that's again, a traditional IRA. This is law now. Yep. Okay. Uh, right. Another key point. Deadline for making contributions for the 2019 tax year is April 15th. Correct. 2020. But you cannot make a contribution for 2019 if you were age 70 and a half. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. If you fall under the old law at 70 and a half, now you, you're not allowed to make that contribution. Got it. Got it. Uh, or older, okay. Now, the SECURE Act does some other things. We're kind of stuck, Pat. 
we're not old enough. We're right. not seventy and a half, but we don't have the money to up the contribution, so it doesn't. Well, we're listening to what's well, coming yeah, stuff. Yeah, but you can always work harder. Who the hell are you? <laughs> work harder? Have you it, met us? You're you the guy the on that. You're that guy on that other shoulder that I don't listen to. How about that? Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> Why don't you work harder, Pat? It, it's wow. interesting. I'll always have a couple who comes in, and the husband says. He's retiring first, and I always look at the wife and go, yeah, you need to get a second job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. That goes lo- over well. They, they love me when I do Yeah, that. I bet they do. <laughs> yeah. Check, please. <laughs> really good thing that's going on is now employers can band together with their 401k plans. So currently, employers generally must be similar in industry for multi-employer plans to be put together. Right. And the reason why you do that is is to save on cost. Makes sense, sure. You know, smaller companies, that's the way it was. Under the secure, unrelated employers can potentially reduce costs and offer better retirement plans by joining multi-employer plans. So other, but who? Non-related. So you could have a dentist with an employee plan hooking up with a construction company or a law firm or things like that, okay? Okay. So, so they don't have to be from similar industries. Okay, I didn't know that was a that was. A Congress problem. hopes this encourages more employees to offer, you know, improving well, the yeah. retirement. No, you know, right. One of the big ones that's people consider a detriment to the planning process is a lot of advisors like us would promote setting up what we call multi generation IRAs or stretch IRAs. Okay. So, in other words. I'll give you a hypothetical example, Peter. You yep. have this IRA, yep. and your IRA is going to—you have to start to take money out of it at, mm-hmm. at the old time was seventy and a half. Now it's seventy-two. Seventy-two, right? If you passed prematurely and there was money in that IRA, you mean die? Yes. Okay, fine. Okay, you, your spouse can take it over and continue to do the same thing you were doing, which take out right. required minimum distribution over the life expectancy of that person. Right. What's changed is we used to be able to pass it off from there non-spousal to kids grandkids okay and they could take it out over their lifetime okay okay no more Ooh. no more that has gone away you now have to non-spouse will be required to deplete that retirement account within a 10-year period no matter what your age and there's some exceptions to this so it's still if i die it goes to the spouse then the spouse dies it could go to a grandchild Correct. Okay. And the grandchild has to wipe out the account in 10 years. They can't milk it for 20 years. Correct. Oh. And there's a lot of people out there who've inherited IRAs because they're still working. They just want to take the minimum. Got it. And so you stretch it out and you take it out based on life expectancies. That has changed. What's, what's What's the thought behind this? Why scope it in 10 years? Well, think about it. First of all, they're pushing in the required minimum distribution age out to to 72. This is all tax money the government's never gotten their hands on. Uh, It's about Mm -hmm. the government. No, it's about getting, you know, they want, they don't want to see those, you know, money go out 30 years. Got it. But there's, there's some exceptions to the, to the 10 year distribution requirement included in assets left to surviving spouse, a minor child disabled, chronically ill individual, there are exceptions for these people. So we'll dig into this more as time goes on, Mm. okay, and find out. Because there's some gray areas that we're still looking for. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, again, a bill is passed. It's law. 
Now we got to figure out what's in it the, because the, we the, don't know. The details. Know. We have the generals. Okay. And, and the details are there. It's it's getting into. Yeah, but the devil's in the details. You know that. Yeah. Because <laughs> my big question right now is um, when you decide on taking required minimum distribution. Right. It's a divisible number based on what the life expectancy is that they use on the tax table for the uniform life expectancy. So at 70 and a half, right. let's just say you had $100,000, yeah. you would take $100,000 and divide it by 27.5, I think the number is. That's what your required minimum distribution is. Ah, okay. And each year, that number, okay, goes up, meaning you have to take out more and more each year. So why twenty seven in it? Uh, that that's life expectancy that the IRS uses. It's a table. That so they from use. seventy and a half, they figured I was going to live twenty seven more years. Something like that. Wow. Okay. But, but my point is this: now at seventy two, mm. have they changed that table, or are you going? Good point. And at seventy two, you're taking more out. Yeah. So if you're taking out a higher percentage at seventy two, and you're trying to do tax planning, mm-hmm. then maybe not. And you don't have to wait to seventy two. You can start taking money, and let me make this very clear because I don't want to mislead people and think that you sound like you, a politician. Well, okay. you don't. I don't want you to think you can't take money out of your retirement right. account. Right, you right. can, and you can start to if take you it. choose not to. That's cool, cool. but you have to at, at seventy-two now. Correct. Right. Okay, and continue at seventy and a half. Let's see, you fall. fifty-nine and a half. Fifty-nine and a half. Okay, you can start taking. Now money that out. hasn't changed. That has not changed. Okay. And there's no penalties to that. Okay. You Good. take money out of retirement plans pre 59 and a half, you're hit with Got penalties. It. Got it. Unless right. you fall into some of the. But as soon as you're 59 and a half, if, if all of a sudden you need something done to the house, you've got to tap your retirement account. You, you can do that. Penalty free. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything is taxable. Though. Right. It's right. taxable. Right. It's right. taxable income, but it's still it's penalty free. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Is, there a, is there a heavier tax rate? Well, I'm, I'm taking that out. Look, it's all it's all predicated upon what the tax brackets are today. Okay, that's all right. Okay, and, and they're pretty good right now. So, from a tax planning standpoint, which again is why we say on on how when you take out money, what's the best way? We've talked about Roth. We have talked about which, Roth, which is because you don't know what the tax situation is going to be in 10, 15 years. I have so many clients doing Roth conversions right now because mm-hmm. they don't need the money; they want to pay the taxes on their terms right now. Yeah, and then. Yep. Futuristically down the road, yep. and it's they're done. not going to be forced to take it out of the other mm-hmm. side, which is an RMD. Right. Number one. And number two, any money that they ever take out of that Roth, once you pay a tax, you never pay tax again. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. Give a call to 888-333-3818. That's 888-333-3818. Or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 7.30 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. 
BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.